Alright fans, it's another riptastic episode of the Radio Impound Podcast for June 20th, 2014. Hello, Gotti Jr. Well, hello, Misty. How's your day going today? Pretty good. Beautiful day here in PA. 70 degrees, no humidity. Just perfect weather. Where is J. Rowan Kirby Hand? Well, J. Row is at the H Scale Nationals at Thornhill Raceway in Texas, and um, Kirby Hand is probably doing curls for the girls. That sounds hot. Is J. Row racing the Raw Nationals? No, no, J- Jason's not racing, Misty. Um, Jason is just there to support the J Concepts team. Um, trying to get a victory there. J. Row um, said, uh, said in the last show they need a victory finally. Get one, you know. Tessman's been winning a lot. It'd be cool if they uh, Mayfield can come through for him, so we'll see what happens. J. Row is a very fast driver. <laughs> yes, uh, J. Row is really fast. <laughs> He needs rip logos on his car, though. That is a must. Come on, fans. Get on J-Row. When you see him out there, just get on his case about not running the rip logo. All good, all good. I bust Jason. But it would be cool, Jason, if you ran the logo for us. I understand you have these decals neatly placed on your body, and you don't want anything else on there to offset. But come on, man. Radio Impound. Show us some love. Um, stickit1racing.com has our logo and you guys uh, run you guys get your decals from Stickit1 anyway um, and thanks for all the guys out there running uh, the logo on their cars I mean guys like George Gattenby and his son Riker awesome guys man just uh, you know interacts with me on Facebook and uh, sends me pics and shows me the logo on their cars and um, I really appreciate that, and I love the show, and thank you very much for downloading and in listening. Not just downloading, you're also listening when you download. That's really cool. Um, some other guys, uh, Joe Bornhorse, of course, got the logo out there, and we're on the A-Main sponsor sheets, uh, putting us down there and getting our name out there for us. Thank you, Joe. Um, look forward to having you back on the show. Um, uh, Will Britton, uh, man... I know I'm missing guys, but Justin Jubert from J2RC. Uh, just Google that. Take you to his site, J2RCRacing.com, I believe it is. Um, Jim Desmond and everybody at WFO Raceway, Brian Hose. Thank you, uh, Jim, for putting our logo on your YouTube videos. Uh, got them running on your car. Um, I appreciate it, man. What else can I say? We're just a little tiny podcast here, and... Uh, Every, every little bit counts. So, uh, yeah, so check out uh, on Facebook, WFO Raceway. Uh, cool track that my buddy Brian Hose built in his backyard, but it's, man, it's come a long way. It looks awesome. He's running some cool races this summer. Um, and hopefully I'll get there at the end of the year, uh, Brian. I'd love to get there for that one race where you have a bunch of food laying out there and have a good time, party on. Um, and Jim Desmond uh, running a Facebook page called Power, P-O-W-R-C-R. And um, just type that in and take you to his page. So if you live in Pennsylvania, Ohio, West Virginia, you keep up with all the tracks in those states. Uh, Jim posts everything, what's going on, practice times, and so forth, cancellations and everything. So thanks again, guys, for supporting Radio Impound Podcast and everybody out there supporting the show. Thank you very much. And also let me thank the sponsors, jconcepts.net. TeamGravityRC.com Of course, Jason, thank you very much. Three, four hours of your time every week. Um, much appreciated. Uh, don't know much about today's RC, so Jason's always there helping me out. Uh, hey, just run our logo, buddy. Um, Paul Emile, man, seen some great stuff coming from TeamGravityRC.com. All these cool products coming out. So congratulations, Paulie. And I'm only a phone call away if you need some help. So thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks for supporting the show. Those are great guys. They really are, Misty. Let me ask you this, Scotty. Do you prefer nitro or electric racing? Actually, I, I, I prefer electric. It's, I mean, that's what I always raced, uh, but I um, nitro is really cool to watch. I mean, I enjoyed going to the 8-scale nationals at LCRC Raceway. 
and um, it was a ton of fun two years ago. And um, I love watching the cars go around the track. I love watching truggies, and I like watching the pit stops and the strategy and and so forth. It's really cool to watch that. And uh, uh, yeah, I would love to run nitro if I knew that I could keep it running and uh, have no problems. And uh, but I'm not mechanically. There's no way I could. I can handle nitro. I, I know for a fact. But if somebody was willing to set me up with a renter ride and it was completely ready to roll and uh, I didn't have to work on it when I came off the track, I'd run nitro. But And I would run nitro truggy. I, I just love truggies. But, um, yeah, electric. I might buy a nitro car someday. Well, uh, give it a shot there, Misty. See what happens. Get yourself a nitro kit and... Uh, Hey, never know. I will get J. Rowe to work on my car. Well, there you go, Misty. No problems at all. You, you won't have any problems adapting to, to Nitro then. J. Rowe will hook you up. And the whole J. Concepts crew. J. Concepts is the bomb. I wish them all the best of luck at the Raw Nationals this weekend. And to all of our listeners, too. Yeah, and best of luck to, to um, Jason and his team down there. Um, I know he wants to get a victory. Uh, so uh, best of luck to you guys. Um, be watching this weekend. And but yeah, and, and, and to all our listeners, I mean, uh, that are racing at the Nationals. I saw the entries, and then, uh, there's a few guys that listen to the show racing there. And um, So best of luck to you guys, and hopefully you'll remember to put Radio Impound Podcast on the uh, sponsor sheet for us if you make the A. That'd be awesome. Can we watch on LiveRC.com? Yeah, we'll have it up on the uh, big screen TV over the weekend, checking out the results, see what's going on. Uh, got some things to do, but I'll leave it on and uh, pop in and out of the house and check it out for sure. I like that TV a lot. It's really big. Yes, I, I really like that TV too, Misty. <laughs> it's really cool. Enlarge. Let me change the subject. Sure, go ahead, Misty. Did you watch the NBA Finals? Uh, yes, I did, sure. I thought the Spurs would win it in seven. They did it in five, uh, which was really awesome. And uh, put on a hell of a display of um, how you run an offense. And, you know, if you watch the Spurs offense, you saw a lot of cutting a lot of picks being set, and guys without the ball were just constantly moving. And um, they just put on a clinic. And if you watched, you know, I was texting the, to Rona about this. Um, if you watched the Miami Heat, it was just, their offense was so, it just so, looked terrible. I mean, it, you know, they, they really only have a few options, but, they're, you know, the guys without the ball are just kind of standing around. There's really not much going on. And if the clock is winding down and LeBron has the ball, he'll either jack it up from wherever he's standing or he backs up a little and runs full speed at the basket. And that's it. And I just runs full speed and throws it up and hopefully gets fouled or whatever. And then, um, I don't know, Greg Popovich and the Spurs, man. That's uh, just a great team. That's five titles now, and um, one of the great franchises. They just do it quietly. I mean, there's hardly any drama on that team, and they just get it done. And uh, so congrats to the Spurs, for sure. Do you think LeBron will stay in Miami or leave? I, I, I believe LeBron's staying. There's all this uh, hype right now on ESPN that, you know, where's LeBron going to go? Is he going to opt out? Uh, I don't buy any of that. I think it's just uh, the media just trying to create a story that's not there. Um, I tend to agree with Rona. Jay, uh, I tend to agree with Rona where he said, uh, you know, LeBron's going to stay and they're just going to retool that team. Eh, I, I believe that's what they're going to do. I don't think LeBron's going to – LeBron's definitely not going to the Lakers. Uh, he's not going to New York. And he's not going to Cleveland. So staying in Miami with Pat Riley. He has a great uh, – GM there, and you know Pat Riley's going to make the moves to uh, get things done for him. So I don't see any reason why he should leave. I'd like to see him go to the Lakers. Well, okay, well. All right, I, I really don't, I don't, 
to be honest with you, I don't want LeBron there. I mean, it's just I'd rather just start rebuilding and take a few years here and just rebuild uh, through draft and I guess some key free agents later on and see if we can uh, do something. Well, congrats to the San Antonio Spurs. They played great. Yeah, congrats to the Spurs and uh, great series. And man, they you know they just were really mad about last year. They they had that. They should have won that series last year, and um, they just uh, carried it into this year. They won revenge, redemption, and they got it. So, yeah, congratulations uh, to Greg Popovich, Tim Duncan. Uh, those two have been together forever, and, you know, like I said, no drama with those guys. You know, and they're all those, you know, uh, Ginobili and Parker, they're all willing to take pay cuts to make the team better. Uh, Duncan took pay cut. Um, it's just really, really cool franchise that you, you don't see players doing that today and you know willing to take pay cuts to win and it's really cool to see that and uh yeah i mean i was rooting for him i'm glad they won subject change have you been playing your playstation 4 lately i sure have misty um been uh you know after the e3 conf- conference which was last week uh, uh there's some cool announcements and one of them was uh well two of them was the beta for hardline was available right after the conference after ea's conference and also um destiny by bungie they announced um that the alpha was going to be available that's pre-beta so um i was able to get in on the destiny alpha i got a code i registered through their website for uh, on an email and um got a code in so I was able to play Destiny and um, I was also able to get on the Hardline beta uh, Battlefield Hardline Um, really enjoy playing Destiny I mean that game uh, I know people are going to say well it's another Halo but it's not it's really cool and they got a lot of new cool features in it that make it different from Halo you know and the whole storyline is going to be different obviously and um the multiplayer, though, I was I was playing the multiplayer mostly, and it's just so much fun. I mean, it, and it worked flawlessly for beta, or they're calling it alpha, but it worked flawlessly. I mean, I had no lag, I had no problems getting in, matchmaking worked perfectly, and um, you know, some people could say, well, it was it's because there's not many people on it. I don't know. There was a lot of people on that. I never had a problem waiting for a game. As soon as I went into matchmaking, boom, a game started. Um, and I went into the hardline beta, you know, and the beta was lagging here and there. I would have trouble with it or it wouldn't match make and stuff. So I will say hardline's not as bad as Battlefield 4. Like I have Battlefield 4 and still to this day, I cannot get that game to work right. Uh, I, if I start playing it, it may work for 10 minutes and then boot me off. So it's been useless to me and it's already been what seven months since its release. Um, so the hardline beta actually worked pretty good i was i mean i was satisfied with it um you know it is what it is i mean uh it was lagging here and there i don't know if you know you can't you can't say oh well this is gonna happen when it comes out because it is a beta but i'll just say this i played destiny and not one time did i experience any hiccups or anything i mean it was just perfect and so much fun and it just made you you know it made you want September to get here, like, now. Like, that game releases September 9th. And, uh, so that was the alpha for Destiny, and the beta is sometime mid-July, so hopefully be getting a code for that to play the beta in mid-July, and it should be a lot of fun. But, yeah, September 9th for Destiny, and I can't wait for that. Uh, and also Watch Dogs. I like Watch Dogs a lot. One of my favorite games currently. Yeah, Watch Dogs is, uh so much fun i mean i love going online and hacking people so what you do in watchdogs is like um there's a couple modes online one's called trailing one's called online uh one's called decryption the other's called hacking and you got free roam and then race so you can decide what you want to do online and i normally take hacking so what you do is you click on hacking and then it finds an opponent for you and it drops you into his world in the game and you have to hack his cell phone 
and when you start hacking it, then he has to try and find you in that world. Like, it's a certain perimeter, so you don't have to search, like, all over the goddamn place, but, um, so you gotta find spots to hide in the city, so he doesn't profile you, because what he'll do then, when he starts getting hacked, is he'll pull his phone up, and turn on the profiler, and he'll scan each individual on the street, and it will tell him if he's the hacker or not. So I'm the hacker, I'm hiding, and he's trying to find me. And it's really cool because you can watch him. You can see, you know, it shows his name up above his head there on the character. And you can watch him roam the city. You can see his name popping around everywhere. And he's trying to search for, you know, search for you. So you got to find a good hiding spot and so forth. And it's just a lot of fun. It's exciting. And especially when, uh, like last night I was hiding and I had a guy run right past me twice. Didn't even see me hiding down there by the sidewalk. <laughs> like I was up against a building, like just crouched over and I was like, oh, there he is, there he is, he's going to find me. Because then when he finds you, uh, he can kill you. You can't kill him. you got to run away. you got to try to evade him. So right away, if he profiles you, jump in a car, take off, and get out of the perimeter that you're in. And once you get out of that, then you get points for at least evading him. I mean, you didn't hack him, so you're not going to get the full points, but you'll get points for evading at least. And it goes towards ranking you up. And then when you rank up, you unlock items and stuff. So it's really cool. So if anybody is wondering about Watch Dogs, um, great game. Five out of five. Did you see the trailer for Madden 15? Yeah, I did see Madden uh, 15, Misty. I saw the trailer for it. it. looked really, really cool. I bet Kirby buys it because of how good Cap City looks in the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, that was one of the first things. He's like, look at Look how good Kaepernick looks. Holy crap, look at that. Yeah, it, the game looks really good. Um, I'm very interested in seeing a lot of gameplay from it. But um, I listened to a podcast off from Operation Sports. I believe it was Operation Sports. They had one of the uh, Madden 15 designers in there. And uh, some interesting stuff, how they're improving the game for this year. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to Madden 15. I, I may... Uh, I didn't buy last year's, but I am going to buy this year's and check it out. There are so many great games coming out for 2015. Ton, tons of great games coming out in 2015. 2015's the year. I mean, at the E3 conference this year, pretty much, uh, and there's a lot of gamers disappointed because there's not too much coming out this year, but 2015 shaping up to be like a huge year for gaming. So, uh, better get ready to open up the wallets. You know, the game I can't wait for, though, is, and I don't even know if it's coming in 2015, is H-Hour. Um, if you're don't, if you not familiar with H-Hour, I know uh, friends of the show like Brandon Ryan, he knows what H-Hour is all about. H-Hour, uh, if you were a fan of SOCOM 1 and 2 back in the day, well, H-Hour is designed by David Sears, who developed one and two, SOCOM 1 and 2. So... Um, if you enjoyed those games, you should check out H Hour on YouTube, and it's SOCOM. You know, SOCOM made better, and I can't wait to get my hands on this game. And I'm not sure it's gonna. I I just uh, read an article where they said they hope to be showing H Hour at E3 in 2015. So you're probably looking at late 2015, 2016. I really enjoyed SOCOM one and two. Kirby and I would play that all the time. We talked about it on the show before, but man, I'd be up to four or five in the morning playing that back in the day, and it was just so much fun. Desert Glory was my favorite map. Oh, see, now Misty, see, Misty played. Uh, Desert Glory, yeah, Desert Glory was my favorite map, and um, man, it'd be cool if they, on H Hour, they come out with something close to that, because, uh, yeah, it was just so much fun. Desert Glory, wow. I hope Kirby gets a PlayStation 4 soon. Yeah, I hope Kirby gets one soon. It'd be really cool. Um, and uh, especially when H-Hour comes out, because then me and Kirby go back to the old days. Uh, not staying up to 4 a.m. anymore, but uh, we can definitely <laughs> get online and start playing again. And uh, playing with some listeners out there if... Uh, 
any listeners uh, got a PlayStation 4 or plan on getting one, uh, my gamer tag is Gotti Jr. G O T T I J R. Send me a friend request. Uh, I got a few from some listeners uh, last week. We really have cool listeners. Yeah, we do. We do. We have some cool listeners, and the ones that aren't cool own an Xbox. Hiya! We better get to the interview. It's getting late, and I want to play the PlayStation 4. Who do we have on the show this week? Ooh, okay, Misty. I'll hurry it up here a bit. We have on the show this week Matt Stacy from RC Result Analyzer. He has an, he has an app. Now, we were talking about on the show not too long ago about you know finding race results and who won or where someone placed you know I wish it was a little easier way instead of going through web pages and stuff like I just personally I would like an app on my phone I said that I could just click on it and and pick races you know from a menu that I want to see the results from and just like instantly do that and I said it'd be cool if somebody had an app out there well um, and Andrew, and Andrew, I'm not going to even attempt your last name, contacted me and said there's something similar to that for an Android phones, um, which is a superior phone anyway, so I mean, you know. Um, but he said there's an app out there called RC Result Analyzer, and his friend makes it. You know, he's trying to get it off the ground right now and get it going, and uh and it's 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 interesting. It's ambitious. It's really cool. I'm I, I I you know I downloaded it and I understand where he's going with it. And um, it's sort of what I'm looking for. And and I'm I guess we'll get him on the show and find out what it's all about and if it's possible to do what I wanted to do. Like, uh, hey, I want to see what my buddy Jim Desmond did at WFO Raceways. Race for the turkey this weekend or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> just, so it'd be cool like uh, if I can click on this app and see all the results. Not just maybe the top ten, but everything. And I see how this app works. Like it, it links up with RC Pro Scoring, I believe. And um, But we'll get Matt on the show. Maybe he can explain how it would work if he can get it uh, connected everywhere. Um, I think right now he has it up in his area, up in on and up in Ottawa and stuff like that because I, I noticed when I download the app I was I was clicking on results for races and it was from up in Canada so I don't know how it, uh, how he can get it to work everywhere or not so we'll get him on the show and we'll find out I wonder if the RC analyzer is single be bot boop bot <laughs> okay well <laughs> be right back fans And we're back, and I have with me on the line the set. How do I, how do I want to say this? The second most help me out, Matt. <laughs> the second most famous Canadian ever on your show. And who's the first? You ask. I believe you said Ty Tessman or someone. Yeah, over two years ago, Ty Tessman. Oh, so it's a while ago. Yeah, it's been a while. Right after he won the A Scale Nationals, okay, uh, nice. two years ago in uh, LCRC Raceway in Pennsylvania. Yeah, and the reason he beats me out on the most famous is because I've heard of him, and I'm sure he hasn't heard of me. <laughs> well, now he has, if he oh, listens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be expecting an email from him after this. <laughs> yeah. If he's one of our ten listeners. Yes. <laughs> There'll be more tonight, though, because it's been posted on uh, RC Ottawa, so hopefully there's going to be at least 15. <laughs> Ooh, we're going to pick up some listeners. Nice. <laughs> So, Matt Stacy, everybody from Ottawa, Canada, is with us tonight, and he is the developer of something that I'm very interested in. It's called the RC Result Analyzer for Android phones, which, by the way, is the only phone to get Android. I agree. Yeah, see, Matt agrees, and that's why he developed it. <laughs> it actually will work on a BlackBerry as well, the newer ones, the Z10, the Q10, and the Playbook. But okay, well... It hasn't really been tested on that, but it should work. I have no ill will towards BlackBerry, so just iPhone. Yeah, it won't work <laughs> on an iPhone for sure. I would like it to work on an iPhone, but it'd be a lot of work to get it to work on both. BlackBerry makes it very easy. They basically can run the APKs on BlackBerry, so I don't have to do anything. 
but for iPhone, I'd have to rewrite the whole app, and that's just not worth my time. It'd be better if the iPhone people, because I know they have money, they could just pay 30 bucks for a cheap Android and run it on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, a few months ago, I was talking on a show about how I would love to have an app where I could just see the results from the race weekend, like of certain races maybe, without having to go through web pages and look them up and so forth. And uh, I got a friend of yours contacted me, Andrew Burgraff. Yep. And he says, hey, my buddy has this, you know, he developed this app called the RC Result Analyzer that you may like. I mean, check into it. And uh, I downloaded the app. I'm looking through it. And this is basically what I want. Can you, can you tell me a little bit more about this, though? Yeah, sure. Uh, well, it's, it's mainly, uh, it's an app, first off, it only works with uh, RC Scoring Pro, so that is a dependency. Uh, so if your track's running RC Scoring Pro, then you could use the app. Basically, what it does is uh, it's an application that you can download the results from the RC Scoring Pro computer, so it'll pull it from the computer onto your phone, and it's all you can do it all wirelessly. So like you could have everybody at the track with their their Android phones, their BlackBerry devices, and they could be pulling the results off the computer onto their uh, devices and view them and analyze them and all of that. So it's it's been very popular out here in uh, in Ottawa, Canada, especially since I've been pushing it. Uh, but you can view like the PDFs kind of like when you look at the PDF printouts, you can view those, you can view uh, like race summaries, fastest laps of the race, uh, summaries of each round. You can uh, compare individual race results. Uh, so you can compare like your round one with your round two. It has uh, like the averages and your overall time, your fastest lap, your slowest lap, top five, 10, 15, 20 averages. And it has a standard deviation. Uh, and once once you have those loaded as well, you can compare up to two racers on visual graphs. There's a lap graph and a pace graph. So you can visually compare, say, your round one and your round two. Maybe you made some setup changes in round two. And, you know, you notice on average, it's hard to tell sometimes in a race because you might have had a crash or something, right? So your overall time might not reflect the improvements so this is an easy way to visually see you know if one round one if the lab graph you know is a little bit lower than the other one you can easily tell that you know your setup changes might have helped or or something so it's it's kind of a cool way to visually look at your results uh even looking at the the printouts that rc scoring pro prints out like it's, those are very useful as well, and they're they're very good. That's why I have a like you can view those on the app as well. But you can I find you can kind of drill down your race results better even with the app and those printouts. So uh, there's a couple other functions too that a lot of people use locally. Uh, you can post on a web page or over email or over a text message the results with basically a click of your uh, click of a button on the phone which is pretty cool as well. So we get like our our club racing and stuff like that. The event results are posted basically instantly uh, since, you know, anybody at the race can post them now. So it's pretty cool. Okay, so I, I'm, on, I'm on the app right now. So if I want to see a race, I, I go to download race. Yep. Yeah, so what you're doing there is uh, you can also, like what I was talking earlier was more about if you're at the track, so when you're at the track locally, you can you can download the races from the RC Scoring Pro computer. Uh, if you're not at the track, though, what there is, there's actually an RC Result Analyzer server that stores all these results as well. So you can download or upload them from that server. So that's what you're seeing when you see the download race results. So if you click on that, you'll need an internet connection to do that one. Uh, at a local track, you don't need internet. You only need a wireless router, which is which is pretty cool because you know a lot of these tracks are maybe in the middle of nowhere, where internet's not exactly easy to get. Uh, so, but to do it the way you're doing it, you would need an internet connection because it would be coming from a coming from a web server. But then it would save it on your on your Android device forever or until you delete it. So 
you could download it once and then, you know, you can view it anytime you want. You're in, you know, in the car or, you know, at home or wherever, it'll always be on it. So, so if you just, you could download a race result from, uh, from Ottawa if you want it to take a peek through it. Okay. Yeah. So now a track owner has to upload the results, right? Or how does it work? Nope. How it works is anybody with the app can upload results. Uh, how I have it set up right now is you'll see uh, some folders. There's about six or seven tracks listed. So those there, like I would have to add those. So like a, a track would get in touch with me and say, you know, I'd like to have my race results on there. So I would make a folder specifically for them. Uh, but what happens when people upload the results, it just goes into a non-sorted folder. Uh, and then I would sort them. So, you know, if two people uploaded the results or something, I could just make sure one of them didn't get posted in the uh, in that race uh, folder. So, But anybody could upload the race results to the server. Yeah, I just did it here. I downloaded and then I said um, I connected to the server. Yep. And then, then you're able to select a track. Yep. So if you select, say, like, uh, SAR off-road or something like that, uh, mm-hmm. it'll it'll load all the races that are uploaded for that track. Okay, yeah, I see them here. Yeah, the last one was May. Oh, no, the last one was just recently. Yep. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's used quite a bit, and it's used a lot in Ottawa. So uh, pretty much every race gets uploaded to... Uh, to that server, but it's it's a it'd be a great tool even for like low key races or something that don't have anywhere to store the results. It's an easy way for them to do that as well. So it's yes, yeah, it's, it's a lot easier than uh, going on a web page and trying to find results. Yeah, so. it, it it is. So so when did you uh, first come up with this idea? Uh, well, I came up with it a bit over a year ago. Um, I was like in school, I, I was heavily into programming and like, I'm very interested in programming, but I finished school though, I guess eight years ago and it was kind of before the whole smartphone boom. So I never really got into like, you know, Android development and stuff like that. So I just thought, Hey, what, what better time to learn? So I was, I wanted to learn how to do Android development. And then my second thing was, what am I going to develop? So I race RC cars, and I was just at a race one day, and I was thinking, like, you know, why do I have to go over and look at these printouts on paper on the wall? And at big races, there's, like, crowds of people around it. And right. it just, it's you know, I thought there must be a better way to do it. So I thought, hey, why don't I try to develop it on, uh, on Android? So it was more of a, I used it as a learning experience, but also to make something useful. So it was kind of like, hitting two birds with one stone. So, and I figured if it, if it took off, great. That's great. If it didn't take off, then I have a great tool that at least I can use. <laughs> but hopefully it'll take off. Uh, I, have a, it's, I have about 1,300 downloads now. Uh, that's just the free version. Like, the free and the paid version would be in that same count. Uh, but mostly it's... Uh, Ottawa, Canada used right now. So hopefully that'll change though. Uh, it's nine ninety nine for the paid version. Yeah. And then there's no waiting for it to download, right? Yeah, exactly. So the paid version, uh, I call it pro and the free version, I call it spec. Um, and they have the exact same functions. So there is no additional functions for the pro that you get because you've paid. It's just there's a delay. So when you download results from the web server, there's a pretty long delay. When you download results from a local race, it's either 20 or 30 seconds out of the check. But uh, from the web server, I think it's 60 seconds. But if you pay the 10 bucks, then it's no more delays. Everything's instant. I figured that would be a good way to uh, promote it for free at the same time as, you know, maybe retrieving some of the some of the input I put into it because, it, you know, it's been an ongoing project for over a year now. Uh, of course, it's part-time. Like, I have a full-time job, <laughs> so I, I just do it when I have free time. But, but quite a bit of effort has gone into it. 
uh, a lot of testing's gone into it because it's it's actually pretty complex how I how I had to do it because like obviously I'm not working with RT Scoring Pro like I'm not an employee of theirs or something so the way I, I get the results is uh, is a little bit tricky so well that's why you're gonna get my ten bucks here soon sweet I'm not out there racing but I'm still gonna support you because I, I like the whole idea it's a very ambitious project. Yeah, no, it's it's something I thought, like, I was surprised no one had done it. <laughs> like, I thought, you know what, I could probably make this. Now, how does it compare to, like, the Live RC situation? I, I had a question come in about that. Yeah, uh, well, Live RC is, is actually, I'm, like, super impressed with Live RC. That's actually a really, really cool uh, website. They have a mobile website now, too. Uh, but the big difference with uh, my app is, uh, well, for one, it's not live. It's almost live though uh the results you can get on your uh, device basically i don't know if you know rc scoring pro but once the race is over they have to save the results so right when they save that results then it would be available uh and by race i mean like the actual like you know two-wheel drive stuck buggy the five-minute race kind of thing so you could you could check right when you're marshalling like what a lot of people do here is they'll just click the the download button when they go to Marshall, and then when they come back, it's on their phone. Uh, so then they can analyze the results. But uh, it's also, I find it easier to, if you want to see individual results, like on RC Live, I find if I'm trying to find, you know, like my buddy that's racing, I find it's not exactly easy. I have to, like, go through the different uh, the different races and stuff like that on this app. You can either, if you view a summary, you see everybody, but also... Uh, if you uh, you can select the racer's name and see individual results as well. Oh, okay. So, so it's it's it is definitely a bit different than the RC Live. Uh, overall, I think uh, they've put a lot more work into it than I have. But but it's it's not. It wouldn't. I wouldn't even consider that direct competition because it's. I find it's a little bit different. Plus, you don't need uh, internet access uh, for this app, especially once you've you have them on your phone. So you could, you know, you could be on an airplane and be looking at the results that you have saved on your phone. So it's easier too to compare like uh like a lot of the times what I use it for too is like I'll be racing say this week and then I race next week as well and I want to compare my races from one week to the other. It's easy to do on the uh on the app that I made. So I'm not a huge expert on RC Live either. Like I've used it but you know, there's probably some functions on there that I don't even know about. But I'm a big fan of RC Live as well. I think what they have is great. Very, oh, uh, man. It's very fun to watch races live. I never envisioned this like 15, 20 years ago. I'd be sitting in my yeah. living room watching the 8-scale <laughs> Nationals. Yeah, it's insane, I, ha- eh? I have it on right now on my big TV while I'm talking yeah. to you. No, it's, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Um. So, besides coming on this awesome podcast and uh, getting the word out, have you reached out in the United States to people about uh, doing this? A little bit. I, I've sent some messages to like some track owners. I haven't heard a whole lot back. Uh, originally, I think a bit of the problem too with promoting it was uh, since, like I mentioned, I, I started developing this well over a year ago. When I first released it publicly, it was like not nearly as good as it is now. I think I should have waited until... You know, I was almost done development until I released it because I, I got a lot of publicity, like, the first release, but the functions on it were, like, like a tenth of what you do now. And even how you download the results and stuff, it was a lot harder back then. It's not like now it's, like, literally you're in the app, you click one button once it's set up, and it grabs the results from the local races. So there's been a lot of improvements since the first release. So I think... Uh, it would have been better to get the word out if I did wait until I was fully done before I kind of presented it. But so I've reached out a little bit, but not a whole lot. I haven't, I don't think any U.S. track is using this. So at the moment. Hmm. Okay. Man, we got to get them to use this, man. Yeah, I know it'd be sweet. It'd be sweet. There's not much setup involved either. Uh, like all the track would need is basically a wireless router. Uh, 
don't need internet though. Like what we do locally is like, you know, everybody has some hanging around. So like we'll have someone just bring one in and we just leave it at the track. Um, I bought one used for 10 bucks, <laughs> brought it to the track uh, at another location. Uh, but it's uh, it's very easy to set up. I have uh, batch files that set up the RC Scoring Pro computer, and you basically just double-click file, and it'll set it up for you. Um, all the file really does, though, is all it, it just shares folder, the results folder in RC Scoring Pro. So it, it doesn't do a whole lot, but, you know, I figured I'd make it as easy as possible for people. Um, and that's relatively new too. I made that recently because one of the problems some race directors would call me and they would have issues setting it up. And so I figured that would be an easy way to, you know, make it easier for the people to set up and get it going. Right. So, so they don't need an internet connection at the track. Nope. They just need the wireless router. Yeah. And then it's transmitting out through the. Yep. So it would be transmitting over a local network. Uh, so basically how it works is uh, the computer that's running RC Scoring Pro would be on a wireless network, and then anybody with an Android device would basically log on to that wireless network, basically just go to their Wi-Fi and go on Wi-Fi. And then once they're on the same network, since the RC Scoring Pro computer has a shared folder based because of the batch script that would have been run to set it up, then you would have access to that folder, read-only access, and then you could uh, you can see the folder, and then the application can get the results. Oh wow! So it's, okay, it's about like if I were to set it up, it takes like you know like a minute to set up. If somebody brand new to it would set it up, it would probably take you know not much longer because it's just a batch script. <laughs> wow! So it's as easy as plugging in a plugging in a wireless router, connecting to that wireless router on the RC Scoring Pro computer, um, running the batch script. So you would need internet the first time to, or bring the batch script. And once the batch script's run, then it'll it'll work forever. You'll never have to rerun it or anything. Uh, there is some issues people might run into, like if they have firewalls and stuff blocking. Oh, it's usually not an issue if it's just like the default settings, but... I've had issues with some people's where I've had to turn off a couple, like like if they have no access to anybody outside of that computer, then obviously it's going to block it. But most default settings, it's it's not an issue, so it would be as easy as running the batch script and and then the users would connect to it. Now, if I'm a track owner uh, and I want to want to have this at my track, what do I got to do? How, what's the whole process? The whole process, basically get a wireless router. All right, and I have to contact you. I mean, is there any cost for all this, though? Like, do I have to pay nope, you a certain everything's free. No. Nope. Uh, basically, the race director can set it up for free. All of this, basically, you could get this going for free. Uh, the only thing that's not free is when people download the app and don't want the delay. Other than that, everything is 100% free. So if nobody paid anything, you could set this up it would it would work like no problem for sure. Uh, I have uh, like on the app too. There's help files and stuff, so it explains all of this how to do it. Uh, it explains all the functions in the app. It explains basically everything, uh, and that's right in the app itself. So, and if there's any questions or anything, like I have an email and I have it listed, and I get back to people quickly if they, they do run into issues or anything. But yeah, 100% free for sure. Uh, yeah, so the track doesn't have to pay you any rights to oh, use it? Oh, no. No, no. For sure not. Yeah, so anybody, literally all you need is wireless router, run the batch script, it's set up, and then anybody with the app can uh, connect to it. And then if they don't want the delay, then they can pay. <laughs> and also, they're helping you out by paying. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, giving you a little, giving a little back for all the hard work that you did to get this running. Come yeah, on, yeah, bucks. exactly. Yeah, I'm about I, ready I to throw it. down ten bucks for you, and I don't even race. Yeah, and we didn't even know each other before this phone call. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Or am I? I'm actually in the studio, right? You're you're in the virtual studio right now. Okay, yeah, what are you talking about? Studio. You're you're right to the left of me here. Okay. Yes. How you doing? <laughs> 
you look different in person. <laughs> um, uh, so, like, if I go on there and purchase that, do you get notified right away that, hey, this guy just bought my uh, bought my paid version? Well, I would get notified through uh, Google Wallet. Uh, so, basically, the apps on Google Play, basically the, the Google Play Store to download apps and stuff. So, uh, how I did the paid version... Uh, basically, when you download it from Google Play, it's free, and then uh, you can pay for it. It's like an in-app purchase, uh, and I would get notified from uh, Google that somebody bought the app. So, in reality, like you know, you're paying ten bucks for the app, but I would only end up clearing six bucks because Google takes most of it. Well, that's okay. So, I mean, hey, it's something. Yeah. So, it's, but they they have it set up for like, like you know, they do a lot of stuff, like even just making it so you know, secure payment and stuff like that. So, you know, it's not bad paying them for a little bit of, like, their good service as well. So, uh, And I see you do updates to the app, so you're on top of that. Yeah, well, I've, I've literally been updating it since it came out. Uh, originally, it just I just released the paid version not that long ago, actually, probably, like, maybe two months. I'd have to check, but it's, it was pretty recent when I released the paid version. But I've been making updates for the past year uh, quite frequently, actually. Like, if you saw the app when it first came out compared to now, it's, like, there's tons more functionality. Um, even just downloading it from the web, like what you just did, uh, that just, like, that was in the last month or so that I, uh, that I added that functionality. So I'm always, I'm always working on it, and there's a lot of ideas I have that would make it better. Um, so continually improving it for sure yeah you got uh, some five star ratings here too for it so yep. yeah i haven't had any bad ratings yet <laughs> but when did you start racing uh i started racing in 2008 uh yeah. so not not super long time ago i always liked rc cars when i was a little kid but i could never afford like a race one so i i never raced or anything so and that was back in, like, probably the 80s, 90s when I was into that. Uh, so, basically, I kind of lost interest and didn't really do any RC at all. Um, I had other hobbies and stuff, but then at work, I saw a guy with an RC car, and uh, he was racing and stuff, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then I checked up uh, our local uh, racing. It's RC Ottawa, a uh, local club, and... Uh, I saw that they raced about eight kilometers from my house, so I, I picked up a factory team B4, and uh, I put it together and started racing. It's a great hobby, so I think anyone gets hooked on it after they start racing. Yeah, once it's in your blood, you never get yeah. out. Yeah. Guys yeah. leave and they come back. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Now, I'm supposed to ask you, um, let's see here, hold on one second. Okay, uh, Andrew Burgraff, I'm supposed to ask about his first A-Main win on the turf. The guy that runs the forum took down the homepage, just to point out I beat him. Yeah. <laughs> when you mentioned he was going to ask something, I knew that's what he was going to ask. Uh, well, basically, the turf is uh, it's a local track in Ottawa. It's uh, dirt tracks, and uh, we've raced, well, we've raced, it's, the track that has closed since then, uh, but we raced on uh, AstroTurf, and uh, I was, like, my car was pretty dialed on the AstroTurf, and uh, I was doing pretty well anyways, and uh, so Andrew had basically just a really good race night, and he uh, he beat me, so that was, I don't know if that was his first win, maybe it was his first win ever, but uh, so it was kind of a big deal for him. <laughs> I'm not that big of a deal. <laughs> but uh anyways, we're all kind of everybody's buddies here. So uh the owner of RC Ottawa actually brought down the website to put basically an air message because Andrew beat me in that race. So yeah. I'm guessing that's what he's talking about cuz that was a while ago, though. That must have been over a year ago now. But, yeah, he had a good race, though. Like, I didn't have that bad of a run. He just, like, put it together and had a clean run. But, yeah. 
but that just makes you even more inclined to go practice a bit and then, you know, really lay the smack down on him. <laughs> you hear that, Andrew? He's coming for you. No, I already came for him. That's already been done. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're, we're talking in the past. Like, this is over a year ago. Oh, Actually, it might not have been a year ago. I don't remember. But, yeah, he had a good race that night. But, yeah, he actually almost beat me the next week, too. Yeah, me and another guy were racing for first, and he was in third. And we had not a huge gap, but big enough that he wasn't going to catch us unless we crashed. And I tried to go inside of the guy in the last little chicane, and I hit the pipe. So then he was, I think he was just right behind me. But anyway, yeah, but that one race, he did beat me. Yeah, it was clean. He beat me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he made a point that I had to ask that. So. Yeah. Yeah, I still hear about it, and so does everybody that listens to your podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, talk about. Uh, he he developed the RC result analyzer, but ask him about this. <laughs> this is the most important question. That's the only reason he wanted me on this podcast. <laughs> or if he, yeah, bring it up, bring it up, because it would be priceless. He goes. Yeah. Priceless for him. Nobody else. <laughs> So, so what are you currently racing right now? Uh, right now I race uh, just 10-scale buggy, so two-wheel drive and four-wheel drive. Uh, so I, I run Schumacher's. Uh, hmm. The local track has uh, like the Schumacher rep, so he uh, helps me out with, uh, with uh, cars and stuff. So, yeah, so I run a SVR and a K1. Oh, I love that K1. Yeah. yeah, no, they're they're sweet cars. Yeah, and I'm getting the new KR. Hopefully by the end of the week, uh, Billy has one on order for me. So we'll mm. see. But yeah, I know they're they're good cars for sure. Oh, Schumacher! You know, back when I raced, now we're talking early '90s. I always wanted the Schumacher Cat XL. Uh, man, that might have been '89, mm-hmm. something like that. But I was all—I always liked Schumacher stuff. Just could never afford it at the time because yeah. their stuff was always just cool. You know, they always tried something different too with their cars. I remember the Top Cat; it had the laid-down front shocks. I don't know if you remember that car. Nope. Oh, it was—it <laughs> was, was, was a two-wheel drive. It was a two-wheel drive car, and the front shocks were laid down. At the time, that was like mind-blowing. And uh, but I always wanted their cars, just just never able to afford them, and. Uh, then uh, that was it. I never got one yet. Oh, you, that could be your next car. I watched the YouTube videos of them uh, talking about the uh, K1. And I was like, damn, this is a nice car. Oh, yeah, the K1 was a huge improvement for their line. Their their previous car, the SX3, it was the SX3 was a great car too, but the K1, is it's just so simple. And it's like so easy to work on. And it's just, it's just such a good car. For sure, and it's starting to uh, take off a bit in the U.S. too. They have some uh, some factory drivers there running the Schumachers. Yeah, so I mean Schumacher. Dang, good ride. Yeah, for sure. The new stuff is nice. Yeah. Come on, Schumacher, send me a car. <laughs> you never know. I'll test it, review it. <laughs> Maybe they'll send me a car. Pre advertising here. <laughs> yeah. Last guy you want reviewing your car is me. That's <laughs> true. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I haven't. Craig, I haven't Craig. picked up. A, uh, I, no, I haven't picked up a controller since '97. Okay. Well, you could do durability <laughs> testing. Yeah, that, that is very true. See that Schumacher? Send it to me, and I'll test the durability out. Slam it into a few pipes, and oh man, very true. I like your thinking, dude. Yeah, it might not come through for you, but you never know. <laughs> so you're still racing, or do you, do you get much in the? Do you come to the United States much to race, or? Uh, nope, I've never raced in the U.S. Actually, I'm not big on uh, traveling, to be honest, with racing. Uh, I'm kind of lucky because locally we have a we have a large scale race every year, the uh, Canadian International Championships, uh, like a 300 plus entry type race. So. Luckily, we uh, can get some. Uh, I can get some big racing and just locally as well. But uh, I don't know if you've heard of our track. It's a, uh, it's a hundred and thirty foot by seventy five foot blue clay, but it's under a tent. So it's an outdoor track, but we have a massive tent over the track. 
it's uh, quite unique. That's cool. What's the name of the track? It's a Sutton Aviation Raceway. So Star Raceway, or you might hear it, or the Tent Track in Canada. <laughs> tent Track in Canada. Can I type that in Google, Tent Track in Canada? Well, if you're Googling it, you'd probably Google Sutton Aviation Raceway, and you would uh, you would find the, uh, the info on it. Oh, wow. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, I've seen, I, I might have seen photos of this. Yeah. There's YouTube videos up, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's quite a few. Yeah, like we've we've had some big names race here. Like we've had like Lee Martin from the UK and Tom Cockrell, and we've had a lot of Americans uh, come up as well. So mm-hmm. yeah, pretty yeah, uh, pretty big. Like Matt Olson raced here last year, and uh, Scott Brown, um, Kevin Hubert. He's Canadian though, but he's a pretty big on-road name. But, uh, yeah, quite a, quite a few guys and a couple big names uh, coming this year as well. So that's good. Now, how far is this from you? Just right down the road or something? Well, it's, it's about 30K from my house, but it's about it's only like 7K from my work. So pretty close. I'm actually there right now. There's a club race tonight. Uh, I'm sitting in the hangar. We have a, like a massive hangar that you have indoor pit in. So it's, it's pretty ideal. Uh, it's an airplane hangar. So the guy that runs it, uh, Billy Sutton, uh, they uh, they're, they have an air hangar that they do airplane repairs and stuff. So they just clear out the airplanes for the, the racing, and then we, we can all pit in here, and then we race outside into the tent, which is sweet too because, you know, in Canada we we don't have the sunny days every day like if you're in California or somewhere. So, you know, we could get like... 30 millimeters of rain and we're still racing so it's it's pretty awesome oh, pretty cool you'll have to fly me up there sometime just to watch a race <laughs> yeah man <laughs> now do you have a uh, facebook page for your app uh i do but i don't really use it uh so i do have a web page basically just uh but it's you know, so I, I use that more than the uh, the Facebook. I'm not huge into Facebook, but there is there is a Facebook page for it, but it's it's not too up to date. So the web page would be better for getting information, for sure. Cool. So you can visit rcresultanalyzer.com, get more info there. Um, they can contact you right through there if you're interested. Yep. Uh, if any track owners, because man, we got to get it here in the states. Oh, for sure. Yeah, any and like this, like if any track owners are interested in it too, and like they have issues setting up for whatever reason, like I would, I would, you know, give them phone support even and help them set it up. And once it's set up, then it's, you know, there's no issues. Uh, like you just leave it set up, and every every week it's just already set up. So, you know, one time setup type thing. And generally, I don't think they'll have issues setting it up, but. You know, sometimes there are issues. It is networking, so, <laughs> you know, computers and networking. Yeah, there's always something that happens, right? Random things, yeah. Like, even locally here at our track, uh, someone brought in a router, so I was setting it up, and I couldn't get it to work. And there was something wrong with the router. So, just, you know, anything can happen. So, if people are having issues, though, I'd be more than willing to help them out and get it set up for them. And, of course, everything's free. So, there's no... Like there's no loss for the track. Like it's it's all free, and everyone that's used it in uh, locally in Ottawa, like people love it. Like everybody thinks it's the coolest thing. But getting the word out is challenging, and it's even more challenging to get track owners to, you know, get it set up. Well, yeah, I mean, getting the word out to them, and you know, they've probably never even heard of it. So yeah, a lot of people wouldn't have heard of it for sure. So like you. <laughs> until yeah, Andrew I, mentioned it. <laughs> until Andrew mentioned it, I never heard of it, and I'm like, wow, I, I guess I better check this out. Yeah. Well, it's exactly what I want. Just a couple clicks, boom. Yeah, and it's always on your phone or whatever device. You could use a tablet or whatever as well, as long as it's an Android device. And uh, it'll run also. I made sure that it, it runs on older Android software. So, you know, oh. even cheap tablets that you buy like this would work so even if you're an iphone user you know you could go out and buy just a cheap tablet 
as long as it's running uh, Android 2.1 or higher, basically Eclair or higher, it'll okay. it'll work. So it's not like you need top of the line or anything like that. Like, you know, I bought some phones at uh, Zellers <laughs> in Canada for like 40 bucks each. And, uh, and it's working. You know, yeah, that's actually what Andrew was running it on. One of one of the phones I bought for cheap, I sold it to him. So you don't you don't need anything crazy to run it. Um, so that's the other reason why I wanted to do it on Android as well as opposed to iPhone, because that really, like you know, if you have to get an iPhone, there's no way of getting it cheap. Uh, ideally, I would do it on both, but like I said earlier, it's it's very time consuming. And iPhone, uh, they don't exactly make it easy for you to convert your Android apps onto the iPhone. So, oh, I'm running it on the uh, Galaxy Note 2 with the KitKat version installed. Yep. And no problems at all. Yep. Yep. The code behind it is is all like most of it's networking and stuff, which has been around for (laughs) for a while, right? So it it shouldn't be uh, it shouldn't have too many issues with. uh, well, I haven't seen any. The only issue I've seen on some of the older devices is the uh, the app can scan for the IP when you're setting it up for the RC Scoring Pro computer. Sometimes that doesn't work, uh, so you have to just find it on the RC Scoring Pro computer. Just basically do an IP config. Uh, but this this stuff too is explained in the help in the app and stuff when uh, people are setting it up. Yeah. So. Spread the word for us out there. Race listeners, when you're at a track, say, hey, uh, take a look at this app. For sure. And if, if they can uh, they could download some race results too and just show people, you know, some examples and stuff, how it's used and stuff. And, uh, you know, whether it's a tablet or a, a phone, the tablets, the graphs and stuff would look really good on. Uh, so, yeah, the graph yeah. looks good on the Note too. I was checking that out. So. Yeah. So, yeah, and you can zoom in, and you can you can do all that on it. The graphs actually, uh, it's a open source like uh, so. Someone else developed that. It's just open source that I I use. So that was very lucky because <laughs> I didn't have to program that. Uh, it's a chart engine is the uh, the name of it, but they're pretty sweet. So they have all the uh, the graphing and stuff. Now, you have any other ideas for this app that you're thinking about putting into it? or? Uh, well, a lot of them I already put into it. Uh, one thing that it doesn't have that I was thinking of adding is, uh, well, actually a few things. Uh, one is it doesn't do qual points right now. So if you're at a big race that's doing qual points, you wouldn't be able to see your qual point results. Uh, like you could still see round one, round two, round three overall fastest, but if you wanted to see actual qual points, it, it wouldn't do that right now. Uh, another thing, too, that I was looking to put in it is, uh, like, so you could do point series. Uh, you know, if you have a 10-race point series, right now you can't do a point summary for it. Uh, so I'm looking to add that as well. I actually have an app I'd like to talk to you about someday, but it's off the air. Okay. Because uh, uh, I, I don't even know how to do anything like this, but I have an idea for an app. And uh, I just need to talk to somebody that can point me in the right direction. Yeah, sure. Yeah, if you send me an email or whatever, too, I could, uh, I could help out a bit. And it has nothing to do with RC, so don't worry, RC industry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate you being on the show. Yeah, no, I appreciate uh, having the chance to be on the show. It's cool, and uh, we'll get the word out about uh, the analyzer, and hopefully we'll see it pop up in the States. Yeah, that would be great. Well, I'm going to show some of the U.S. guys that come down to our big race this year. So mm-hmm. uh, hopefully they uh, promote it a bit out there, too. Well, when you just travel to a race, you just say, hey, guys, check this out. You know? so, oh, for sure. Be- Especially the smaller tracks. Like A good example, even in Ottawa, is uh, there's a small track. They just race with tracks. Uh, it's Fred's Dynamic Hobbies. And it's very low-key and, like, they don't even print out the results or anything. So now they, you know, people can see the results and all that. They just, they use this app as their main results thing. Like, you know, an event could even just have like a, buy a tablet, put it up on a board, and then anybody could go and use the tablet and see the results. So it could, you know, especially for like small tracks or tracks that want to save money on printing paper and stuff. Uh, So you could do all that and like 
locally we've done it. So, well, not at all the tracks, but at some of the tracks locally, they just use the app. That's how you see your results. That's how they're posted online. So, oh, okay. But yeah, I think it's a. I think it'd be a huge benefit to small or big tracks. But uh, everyone can take advantage of it for sure. All right. Well, there you have it, Matt Stacy from RCResultAnalyzer.com. Check it out, fans. And uh, Matt, really appreciate your time. Yeah, you as well. And uh, go out there and lay the smackdown on Andrew some more. Well, maybe he's here tonight. I hope he's racing tonight because I'm actually at a club race right now. I just came <laughs> somewhere that's a little more quiet, so he might be out there getting some warm-up laps. But I'll lay the smackdown if he's out there. And then he can, uh, you know, send you an email tomorrow about it. <laughs> but I'm not sure if he's here, so we'll see. Uh, promote the podcast up there for us too, buddy. Oh, for we sure, do, man. Yeah. We do have downloads up there. I check the map all, from time to time, and uh, we do have Canadian listeners. Nice. Good. All right, Matt. Thanks for being on the show. No problem. Thanks for having me. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Yep, see ya. Yeah, see you later. All right, there you have it. Matt Stacy from Ottawa, Canada with the RC Result Analyzer. Check it out at rcresultanalyzer.com. Bing it, Google it, ask Jeeves it, AOL keyword, RC Analyzer. Um, special thanks to our sponsors, jconcepts.net, teamgravityrc.com, teamorion.com. Thank you very much. And best of luck to all our fans at the 8-Scale Nationals, and especially uh, Joe Bornhorst. We got Joe down there representing Radio Impound Podcast, and John Bernard. Thank you, John Bernard. He's over there uh, flying the RIP logo for us. So uh, best of luck to you two um, and every, anybody else there at the Nats. Uh, I saw a few, like I said earlier, I saw a few names that I recognize that listen to the show. Um, good luck to all you guys, and, of course, good luck to... Uh, our buddy, Jason Rona, and his team, Jake Hansaps. Give them hell, guys. All right, we will catch you next week for Misty Rain. I am Gotti Jr. See you on the other side, guys. Later. Dee-dee-doo-doo-doo-dee-dee. 20, 30, 40.